is impossible with God. So, Bethany already talked about how God can do a lot of very, very amazing things that we would say without a doubt would be impossible to do. Um, so, for me, um, just reading through some scriptures, and I found a couple instances where you might say things are impossible. One, the first one I found is actually the passage of the dry bones in Ezekiel 37, where he's um, basically God just, you know, in, you know, in his dreams or whatever, brings up this, this just dry wasteland. Just nothing was alive, completely hopeless situation, and God asks him, in we even go to the first three verses on the next slide. And we've all heard the ending where the dry bones come to life. The whole, that whole place comes to life. You know, a, a, a impossible situation. And the beginning actually struck out to me a bit. So the first three verses, the Lord took hold of me, and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to the valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground, and they were completely dried up. So like I said, just an absolutely hopeless place. Nothing going on. Now verse 3, then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living again? O sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Now to me that, that stuck up to where you alone know the answer to that. Can these bones come to life? Now a lot of us here when we talk about these, these countless stories of the impossible happening, I was thinking, well, of course they can. Because with God, all things are possible, right? We, we just talked about that. Even even these, even these our, our kids in the church, like we've gone through this verse of how all things are possible with God. And yet, he responds with, you alone know the answer to that, or only you know. Now, if you would have asked, Will these bones come to life? Well, we don't know that. You know, that only Lord, only you know. Just like if Jesus would have had this, you know, this jug of, of, uh, of water that says, can this be turned into wine? With you, Lord, absolutely. Will it turn into wine? Only you know. So I just thought that was really interesting. It stuck out to me in that, that part of the scripture where, you know, even, even Ezekiel, a prophet, maybe possibly even had a little doubt instead of looking at it and thinking well of course they, of course they can come to life, of course you can come through in that situation and the, the one big point today is we need to be confident in God's power and ability now of course there are situations, there are a lot of bad things in this world, like Bethany was saying a lot of hard, hard times, there's a lot of bad things, there's a lot of bad people, and there's a lot of stuff that happens. And we could wonder for, for days and months and years why certain situations the impossible happens, and in some situations the impossible doesn't. We don't know. We don't know. It's one of those same things where, can it happen? Absolutely. God, absolutely. Will it happen? Only the Lord knows. So the first point today is just to be confident to not have any doubt whatsoever 
in your situation, God is there, and he can come through for you. No doubt. No doubt about that. That's what's like, off-center of this one's bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, there's, there's unknowns. Why we get breakthrough here and not breakthrough over here, while we get, you know, the impossible there here, but not the impossible there. And even for me, I've had a lot of bad things happen in my life. But here's the great thing. Even if in what your situation might not come out the way you did, you thought it would, or doesn't come through in the way you thought you could, even if that, that situation happens and turns into a bad situation, God is the absolute king at turning those bad situations into even better situations. Amen. He turns that bad not into good, he turns it into great. That's right. And in my life, he's turned a lot of those, those hardships and losses into wins, and he's turned those scars into victories. Amen? <laughs> and he can turn your scars into victories and your losses into wins. That's what he does. Especially if you hold tight to him and just know that he will always show up. But just sometimes it's after you've already lost the game. After you've already, you know, after the Vikings already lost again. Or, you know, whatever. Or Packers lost again, you know, that's great. That's a, that's a win in my book. Packers fans, sorry, not sorry. Um, but yeah, like I said, I drop that every time. Um, that's the beautiful thing. Is whether you win or you, or you lose, you still end up winning. Isn't that crazy? Even in these bad situations, God still turns them into wins. Now, for us, going through that loss verse, it's really tough. Really tough. But as long as you know that he's got the power and ability, and not only that, he will come through. Now, uh, another passage I have is in John chapter 11, the death of Lazarus. And another very, very famous story. And again, a couple parts that stuck out to me. Now, of course, we know the beginning where Lazarus is sick, ends up being raised from the dead. And verse 4 is where I actually was, was looking at first. It's actually kind of a small print. I'm getting old. Um, verse 4 says, But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God, so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. So, we know that Lazarus died. And of course, for everybody involved, we're like, where, where were you, Jesus? We told you he was sick. Why didn't you come? What, what are you doing? And then, what do I have here? In verse... I'll just even read this part. Actually, from that. So although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. Hmm. Interesting. Right? He's sick. Be there in a bit. Finally, he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. So, of course, in our minds, in the way that, that Mary and Martha and everybody thought it would go, Oh, Lazarus is sick. Here I come. 
my folks ask me, anyone can go on their sandals on their road, you know. I'll still be there in two days because that's how long it takes to walk there or whatever, but that's what they thought would happen. They're sitting there for, you know, a couple more days thinking, he's not that slow of a walker. He's like in his 30s. He's, he's pretty young and spry yet. So what's going on here? But we thought, but they thought that Lazarus dying was the end of the story. But God, he saw the whole picture from start to finish. He saw steps one through ten. He saw the start of the game. Some, I'm suddenly turned into a football analogy. All of a sudden, I'll, I'll go with it. So start of the game, first quarter, all the way to the end, the fourth quarter. He knew everything that was going to happen. Now us, of course, in our minds, Lazarus dying, logically, is the end of the story. But once again, God does the impossible. And I have in verse 15, that's not the right passage at all. Verse 15, and for you, so he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. So he knew. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now, you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. Wow. You know what? For you guys, I'm glad. So now, you can really see the full picture. And that's another interesting way to look at these, these losses we have. It's like, you know, I'm glad I went through that loss because I'm excited to see what God's going to do. I'm excited to see how he's turning this loss into a win. Because I'm confident, like I said, confident in that ability, and I know it's going to happen. Like, there's some losses in my life, I'm like, man, this is tough. But I know that God's going to turn it into something better. Now, that next point, the next slide, is just with Lazarus dying and coming back to life, God's timing does not always match our own. Rarely does it match our own. Okay? It's hard for us to get used to that, but it does not match our own. Okay? Like, receiving that financial breakthrough before you have that six to twelve months or three years of going paycheck to paycheck. Or getting your your dream job before you've got to fight through, work up a ladder, or go from job to job, or go back to school, or whatever it is. Why, why can't I just get that now? He's got a plan, and maybe there is a reason why. But essentially it's just saying, you know, we wish we could know the end, how the end, how the story ends, before we have to go to that story. But that's how we, we A, get our fulfillment, and B, grow in our faith. Or like reading your book, reading the end and going, wow, what a cliffhanger. I can't believe that happened. Well, let's read through it anyway. Doesn't, doesn't quite make sense. Like I said, God's timing does not always match our own. So, I also have a fun challenge today. Um, oh, she's got my supplies for me. Excellent. Maybe it's a table, actually. Just even set it up here. Yeah. So, I've got a challenge. The next slide should be called the paper challenge. 
I want a kid volunteer. Right there, hand up. Okay, so you can come up. Here's my challenge for you. I need you, you all you need is a paper, and I'm giving you a piece of scissors, a pair of scissors. I want you to try to fit your arm through this piece of paper. Can you do that? <laughs> you, you can cut it. Okay, you want to try? You want to try? You can come up front and then you can see. I need you to cut that paper. You don't have to be perfect, you can just cut a hole. Very precise. As long as you can put your arm through, that's all you need. Yep. I need you to get your whole body to a piece of paper. 
Maybe if he was really thin, right? Maybe. Oh, he'd even get right along the edge, too. Never gonna be 
our challenges because sadly, especially when you believe in the Lord and you're pursuing Him, you find yourself in a lot of hardships. And that's why it's really important to know and be confident in His ability, but also know that His timing is not going to be our own. But, when you stay faithful and you wait for God to work, and I'm praying that this is going to work, whoo, you believe in that power of the impossible, He can guide you through success, He can guide you to healing, He can guide you to victory. And what seemed impossible, boy, that's super easy. Out of, your, out of your chair 
telling everybody else that you've got a situation. But the thing is, everyone else, everyone's got a situation, right? So I encourage you when we when I when I, after I don't pray here, just just come get some prayer. Um, and you might not see that breakthrough right away. Sometimes it takes that first step to kind of get your journey started. Because I'm not going to get stuck. So God, I thank you for our hard our, our times. I thank you for our challenges. Because, like you said, God, with Lazarus, you're glad that the situation turned out as it did. Because now we can truly believe. And God, I pray for everybody here. We've got our, our challenges and our difficulties. We've got our metaphorical dry bones, our hopeless situations. That Lord, we would just stand firm in you. And just hold on tight. Because sometimes while it's using the analogy of climbing up the mountain, sometimes God's climbing the mountain and you just gotta hold on tight. So God, I just pray over every situation in this room, Lord. Whatever it is, God, that you just encourage them to give them peace, quiet in the storm. And Father God, we just we just love you. And while it's it's difficult, God, we thank you one more time for these situations because we know that one, we're gonna get through it. It's gonna happen. But two, we'll come up even stronger at the other end. Pray all this in Jesus.